Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. <laughs> yeah. What up? This is Dr. Dre. The party's going on. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Jason Hammer's here. My name is Nigel. Uh, Joe Biden got permission from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley, to uh, give the okay to, <laughs> to shoot down a high-altitude object flying over Alaskan airspace earlier this afternoon. We don't know what the object is. We don't know if it had wings. We don't know where it's from. We don't know what it was capable of doing or what it was doing. We know the military had been tracking it uh, for the past 24 hours. And when it entered into uh, United States airspace, they took it down because they said it was a threat to the safety of a civilian flight. I, what I'm not clear on is if the Pentagon knows what this object is and they're just not telling us, or they don't know what it is. And, and, and if that's the case, it's stop calling it an object. Stop, start calling it a UFO. Oh, here we go, baby. Let's go. I'm here for the UFO stuff. So I mean, you're going to look me in the eyes, and you're going to tell me this might not be the Chinese. This is ALF. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, there's any number of roads we could go down with this thing. Um, the... Uh, uh, response director of the RNC, Tom, uh, Tommy Pickett, who was on with us uh, earlier, had made a good point that maybe this is um, maybe this is another uh, in response to how the United States dealt with the Chinese spy balloon. Right. So they put another one out there, perhaps. Yeah, but we don't know where this object is from. And uh, of course, we'll keep you up to date on all the the latest news on what happened over Alaska. But you got to think this is they had a lot of action with our military shooting down stuff in our own airspace over the past week. If you're in the Air Force, or maybe it was the Navy fighter pilots, I don't know, but if you're a fighter pilot, this is what you live for, right? You finally get the call to shoot something out of the sky. (laughs) I I couldn't imagine that happens very often. I don't think it does at all. Shooting stuff out of the sky. Imagine you're the guy that gets the call, all right, Maverick, get up there and get that thing out of (laughs) here. Hell yeah, man, let's go. The adrenaline's got to be flowing. Right. Uh, So at least this wasn't allowed to traverse the entire continental United States before... They shot it down. Two hillbillies in Montana didn't discover this one. <laughs> Our actual air defense system did. So it feels like we're making some progress here, Nige. Um, Fetterman's not okay. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, not okay. He was the guy that suffered the stroke and by all reports, came back way too soon because he was in a very tight Senate race with Dr. Oz. Yeah, we were just talking about this yesterday. He was admitted to the hospital recently for being lightheaded. And um, by all accounts, I don't think he was following doctor's orders to begin with in the first place by running for United States Senate. And there's not a lot of coverage of this on the news networks. But surprisingly, and I will give credit where credit is due, the New York Times, of all people, have been at the front and center of this Fetterman story because he's still in the hospital. He was taken into the hospital a couple of days ago for, quote, feeling lightheaded at a DNC retreat. Well, he's still there, and this is from the New York Times in regards to Fetterman's health. Quote, 
he has had to come to terms with the fact that he may have set himself back permanently by not taking the recommended amount of rest during the campaign, yeah. and he continues to push himself in ways that people close to him worry are detrimental to him. This is exactly what we were saying yesterday. He doesn't, you know, you have a stroke. You don't have the capability to understand what people are saying sometimes. You don't have the capability to speak in a coherent, clear manner. And his team and his wife pushed him. And that's Keep disgusting. Going. Keep going. Keep going. You'll be fine. Keep going. You're going to win. Here's a little bit more from that New York Times article. And this gives you kind of an idea of what's going on with Fetterman. Quote, when it's bad, Mr. Fetterman has described it as trying to make out the muffled voices of the teacher in the Peanuts cartoon, whose words oh, could never be deciphered. So he's hearing oh. that. Wah, 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 yeah. wah, wah. But this is a United States senator. This is one of the 100 most powerful people in the United States. And his staff throughout that entire campaign said, he's fine. He's going to be okay. His wife kept pushing him and saying, he's going to be fine. These people were so power hungry, they've pushed him to the point to where he may never recover. Uh, and all the while, he kept on telling us he was fine. Or his family did, or his staff did. Whatever. What he, I mean, he was posting pics in the hospital when he first had his stroke. Oh, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be fine. Right. I'm fine. And now you're telling me that when it gets bad, like I was just saying, and like the article said, you can't, you don't have the ability to understand what people are saying, and you don't have the ability to clearly communicate. And if you think about it, there was a debate between Fetterman and Oz. And prior to that debate, an NBC reporter named Dasha Burns, she had a sit-down interview with Fetterman in his home. And she reported on the air, hey, this guy needs a teleprompter. He needs somebody to like decipher the questions. Yeah. His answers didn't make sense. And she was raked over the coals. She was called an ableist and everything else. Here, take a listen. This is Dasha Burns reporting truthfully on NBC about Fetterman. I will tell you, I sat down with him at his home back in May before the stroke. This was very different, including literally what the setup looked like. You'll hear him talk in just a moment as I preview some of our conversation about needing closed captioning for this interview. Uh, we had a monitor set up so that he could read my questions because he still has lingering auditory processing issues as a result of the stroke, which means he has a hard time understanding what he's hearing. Now, once he reads the question he's able to understand you'll hear he also still has some uh, problems some challenges with speech and i'll say katie that just in some of the small talk prior to uh the interview before the closed captioning was up and running it did seem that uh, he had a hard time understanding our our conversations everything the new york times just mentioned right there in a recent article they were talking about months ago fetterman's wife wanted her fired Fetterman's wife wanted Dasha Burns removed from her job for reporting the truth. And you're 100% right, Nigel. The New York Times just confirmed basically everything that Dasha said. And everything we were talking about yesterday. He should not have been out there. He should have been resting and recuperating. And he set himself back, as the Times says, permanently. His health has been set back permanently by not taking the recommended amount of rest during the campaign. 
And the DNC pushed him to this point. Oh, His yeah. wife pushed him to this point because they were so power thirsty to have another vote in the Senate because they wanted to try to codify Roe and do everything else. They were so thirsty, they damn near killed this guy. And now it doesn't look like he's ever going to be 100%.